Welcome to Mastery Podcast, where story unlocks the secrets of an empowered and abundant life. We have with us today, Derek Cowwood, and I am your host, Dr. Sash. Derek's passion is to support people and organization and to empower them to reach their full potential. His calling is to advocate for safe psychological ecosystem, bridging cultures and fostering collective growth. Derek's journey unites humanity in a divided world. Welcome, Derek, to Mastery Podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Welcome, welcome. And let me ask you this. The first question, what's the impact on an organization if it does not have a safe psychological ecosystem? Yeah, that's a that's a really, really good question. I think in order to answer that, what we need to do is really think about what happens to an individual when they don't feel safe, right? So what happens is when an individual doesn't feel safe, they can't, they can't be their best self, right? So the prefrontal cortex, which is the logical decision-making part of our brain, it just kind of shuts down. And so we are, all of our decisions are kind of ruled by emotion, right? So it, for example, if I go into an organization, if, if I'm at work, right? And my boss says, hey, Derek, I need you to run this errand, right? I know that the errand is going to take me three hours, but I'm not going to tell my boss that it's going to take me three hours and I'm just going to go and do it. But I've wasted so much time because I don't feel safe enough to to tell my boss, hey, this is going to take a really long time and I'm not going to be back by the time you expect me to. Um, the, the other thing is when an organization doesn't have, when, when it doesn't have a safe psychological ecosystem, people leave, right? And what's so important for organizations to understand is when people leave, it's super expensive to try to go out and get more talent, to retrain, bring in another person organization. It takes manpower. It takes time. It takes additional monies. Um, so it's, it's super, super expensive to do. And one of the or a couple of the main reasons people leave jobs is they don't feel seen, they don't feel heard, and they don't feel safe. So if we can make people feel seen, feel heard, feel safe, feel valued, right, we would retain a lot more talent, which, again, keeps money in the pockets of the organization. Nice, nice. Beautifully explained. And how how do organizations that have safe psychological ecosystem communicate? Yeah, that is um that that's a big one, right? Yeah. A safe psychological ecosystem allows me to communicate freely, right? What the research says is that organizations who have safe psychological ecosystems, they have more reporting of mistakes. Right. That doesn't mean that more mistakes are made, but they report them more, which means that now I can make less mistakes in the future. If if an organization doesn't have that that safety net, what I call it, then as an employee, I'm not going to report that mistake. Right. And that's going to cost the organization more money. Right. Or it's going to cost us more time or whatever the case may be. So the communication is open. It, it doesn't mean that we're all super nice to each other and, you know, um, people don't make mistakes. And it, it means that the, the communication is open and I can tell you, hey, this is something that happened. We probably need to go through and fix this. 
and it can be done in a timely manner as opposed to the opposite, right? If I can't tell you that I made a mistake, then a mistake can't get fixed. And so more and more mistakes are made down the line. Beautifully said. And, and I think that goes into every business, right? In, in the healthcare, when, where I came from, if we, if mistake doesn't get report and more and more mistakes are made, lives can get hurt. Absolutely. And, and people can get hurt. And, um, this, this goes with every organization, right? If it's not lives and then it could be the product that you are creating, the product that could be in like the, the safety, um, mm-hmm. um, you know, they, they could be in, in the car business. And it's, it's that one, one thing, mm-hmm. right? That can, can help make your, your car safe. And if you don't report it, then. Something happens and then recalls. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll tell you a story about a, a client that I was dealing with. They were in a meeting and there was a newcomer, mm-hmm. you know, into the organization. And so there was um, there was a discussion where they were talking about how to make something more efficient. And so the newcomer was very quiet, very reserved. Um, this person, you know, in having conversations with them, didn't yet feel as if they belonged, but they saw the issue in the problem that was trying to be solved. So to make a long story short, the problem never got solved. It cost the organization thousands and thousands of dollars, hundreds and hundreds of hours of, of, of manpower to fix it. And so when the uh, manager went to the employees and said, hey, why didn't you why didn't you speak up? The employee said, I just I didn't feel like I had the space to do so. I didn't feel like I I didn't feel like I would be listened to. I didn't feel like I belong here. Um, but had they been able to speak up? It would have changed a lot, right? Made the organization more efficient, made them more money, kept more, you know, more, more manpower, um, kept people from working, you know, maybe later into the night. So, you know, just that one instance, right? Just changed the entire, the entire dynamic of the work environment as a whole. Right, right. That, that, that makes so much sense. And, and now what can those organizations do today to ensure that they have the, safe psychological space environment where people, you know, people feel safe to speak up. Yeah. People feel safe to say, hey, I make that mistake. I kind of know the reason why. Yeah. And, and can we fix it? Yeah. Yeah. Huh? I, I give, I give organizations two, two big things, right? Um, very, very simple things. One, just be able to listen. Right. When when an employee or someone comes to you, whether it's an, an, an innovative idea, whether whether it's an, an issue, whether it's, you know, just to bend the ear, listen, not to respond, but actually listen to what they're saying. Right. That way, that person feels heard. That person feels seen and they understand that, you know what? Somebody somebody sees me for the person I am. The, the second thing that I always encourage people to do is to form affinity groups, right? Which are groups with a um, collective purpose. They might have, you know, some, they might have uh, collective ideas that they like to share and really just kind of go in and allow people to, to voice where they are. I was reading a, a book the other day and the, the, um, the book said that the number one thing that a CEO is afraid of is that his people, his or her people are not telling them the truth, 
Right. And in those affinity groups, the voices of the employees or whomever is, is involved, they're heard. Right. And they're safe spaces. And now I know the truth and now I can make plans and do whatever I need to do to make the environment or the product or the, the people better. Right. Right. That, that makes so much sense. And, you know, when, when you are the owner um, of an organization or you're, you're the CEO and you, you make decision, right, based on the information that you have. Mm-hmm. And if the information is missing mm-hmm. or is um, just false, then your, your decision is kind of misaligned exactly. with, with, with what you, you want to do. And it's great. Um, what, what you're doing. And you mentioned introducing the idea of creating affinity group. Um, what's another action that organization can take to increase the safety? Yeah. One of the things I love doing is anonymous surveys, right? Um, the, the surveys are anonymous. So the people filling them out, they feel safe. There's no reason to kind of hold back. It's like I can say whatever I need to say and there's no, you know, there's no uh, retribution or somebody's going to come back and say, well, you know, you said this and, you know, now you can't be here or whatever the case may be. Now, the issue with the surveys, uh, well, not, not the issues, the opportunity that we have with the surveys are not giving the surveys, right? Mm-hmm. And then getting the data back. The opportunity we have is what do we do with the data once we get it back? Mm-hmm. That's how we start to build trust in our employees, right? I've gotten the data back. I'm communicating with my team, with my organization. Hey, I've heard what you said. These are the main points we got. Fr- we 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 got from you know the survey. How can we work together to to make this better? To make us more efficient? Um, how can we work together to? have a better work-life balance for you all? How can we make it better so that you feel fulfilled when you leave? So the issue oftentimes is not giving the survey. It's again, what we do with the data. If we give it and we don't do anything with the data, then we lose trust, which again creates an unsafe psychological ecosystem. Right. Talking about trust, I, I, I know I'm, I'm one of those employees with... And I'd say, wait, they're not going to do anything with mm-hmm. it. So like Lily, I was at this organization and I went on for years and I didn't fill out any surveys because I feel like they didn't do anything mm-hmm. with it. They just did it just because it's an annual survey. Right. Right. And, and what do you do to encourage that those organizations to, to take actions from the information that they get? Yeah. So in order for us to take action, you know, I, I have to, organizations always are looking at the bottom line, right? Okay. How does this make me money? How might this lose money? How does this help my, my customers or my, um, my, my consumers or whatever the case may be? So I'll always have to take it from that perspective. If we don't honor the things that are in the survey, we're going to lose employees, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to, they're going to lose the wheel. To, to work as hard as they can, which not only impacts the, 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 the employee, it now impacts the organization as a whole, which now impacts our consumers, which impacts our, the, you know, the, the revenue, which then impacts now my people may not have jobs, right? Just because I didn't make, I didn't make the effort to make my environment or my ecosystem safe. 
So it's super, super important. You know, having a safe psychological ecosystem is, is not a choice at this point. It's, it's a must. It's, the, it's a must. Yeah. Absolutely. And if, if we don't have it, our organizations aren't healthy. We are doing a huge disservice to not, not only our employees, but our, our, our consumers as well. Beautiful. Beautiful. Beautifully said. Let me ask you this one last question, um, Derek. If an organization wants to go further, right, into creating a safe psychological environment and a positive employee experience, what are the things they can implement immediately? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I tell people all the time, you know your organization much better than, than I do, right? So it's really, again, like I said, I, like I mentioned earlier, I'm listening, right? Not listening to respond. But I'm actually listening to get feedback, right? I'm, I'm creating that culture of feedback. There are, however, sometimes where there needs to be an outside person, an objective person to come in and actually listen and say, hey, this is, this is what I'm hearing or this is what I'm seeing or whatever the case may be. It's super hard to be very close to a situation and not get emotional when something's not going the way that we think it should, especially if it's I'm a I'm a CEO or I'm an entrepreneur, I built I built this organization, right? I might take it more personally if somebody says, "Well, I don't I don't feel safe." Mm -hmm. Oh, what did I do to now? Now it's I'm blaming the other person. Like, why don't you feel safe? I I do everything, or I do this, and I do that, and so sometimes that's why it takes an, an outside person, whether that's me or whether that's Anyone else who does this work, the important thing is that our, in, our, our environments and our ecosystems, our employees, they feel safe. They feel, um, they, they feel like they can bring their full selves to work so they can meet their full potential. Nice, nice, nice. Thanks. Thanks for that advice, Derek. And where can people find you? Um, where can organizations find you if they need your, want your support? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, they can find me on all social media. They can find me um, via emails at DerekCalvert at Empower52.com. On Instagram and Twitter, Empower underscore 52. I am super, super excited and love supporting organizations in reaching their goals. In, in, in having those, in having them be, uh, having their um, employees feel safe. That way, those goals can be met and that bottom line doesn't suffer. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Derek, for being here. Um, this is Derek Coward. Thank you so much. And you are all about empowering and um, psychologically safe work environment. Thank you for, for your time here today, Derek. And um, thank you, our listener. And um, we hope that the message that you receive from us today is empowering. In, 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 a, in a great way and um, stay tuned and there's, there's more to come. Thank you. Thank you.